Hello, this is Denise, and I welcome you back to the broadcast today. We have been in a series about the characteristics of a godly woman. And today we're going to talk about one that I realized was sorely lacking in my life some years ago when I made a decision that I regretted later. Have you ever been there? You think you're doing the right thing, and maybe it's just a quick decision that you make on the spur of the moment, and then later on you realize it wasn't so wise. Well, I'll share with you my situation. I had a few, a couple friends and myself who decided that we just needed some girl time, and we wanted to just have a little bit of time to be able to chat and catch up with one another, and it was on a Wednesday night after our prayer meeting service that we decided we were going to get together and just leave our families for a little while and go somewhere where we could talk and just be friends. Well, I lived in a small town at the time, and there weren't a lot of places that offered restaurants that would be open past 7 or 8 o'clock. So now it's after prayer meeting, so it's after 8 o'clock in the evening, and so the pickings were really slim. So my friend said, hey, I know there's a place near the interstate that has a restaurant on one side, and we can sit there and we can chat. Well, when we pulled up in the parking lot, I realized that the restaurant was on the other on one side, but on the other side was a truck stop, you know, where the place where the truckers come in and, I don't know, buy things that they need, their gasoline and um, can shower and all those kind of things. Well, we safely put ourselves on the restaurant side and sat down at the table and proceeded with our girl chat. And we talked and we laughed and we had a great time and we totally disregarded how long we had been there. And at one point I looked up and I saw outside the glass windows of the restaurant my husband standing there looking in with a rather somber face and he had his arm bent and he was take, took the other hand and he pointed down at his wristwatch, kind of encouraging me to take a look at my watch. And it was near 11 o'clock. And he turned around and he got back in his car and he went home. So we realized that we had been there far too long. It was far too late. And we all made our ways to our home. And I sheepishly returned back home to a sullen mate who I learned was kind of in disbelief that three women would be sitting at a truck stop for an evening. But in my naive mind, I had no idea that it really wasn't the best place for a friendly chat. So I learned really from that experience that I needed to apply greater wisdom to my surroundings to be able to guard my character and the decisions that I was making. And what I was lacking was the characteristic that we're going to talk about today that we need to add to our lives to be godly women. And that is the characteristic of prudence. Now that might sound like an old-fashioned word, and it probably is, but as we study and understand what it means, we will see that it really needs to be a part of our lives as godly women. The definition of prudence is to be sensible, to be wise. It means to show discretion. It's everything that I was not on the night that I went to the truck stop for an evening with my girlfriends. 
prudence is showing discretion. And where do we see prudence in Scripture? And now remember that as we have gone through these characteristics of a godly woman, we are wanting to reflect the nature of our God. And God certainly is not rash in his decisions and the things that he does. He is prudent. He is wise. Proverbs 22, verse 3 says that a prudent man or woman foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. This simple person is just disregarding what the end result might be. They're not even thinking about it. So what this proverb is teaching us is that this person sees the possibility of a danger that could be ahead, and then they withdraw themselves to a place of safety. Now, let's just put it on just like a daily kind of illustration and think about yourself in your car. If you are a prudent driver, when you look up and you might see that there is a pothole that is ahead of you, what do you do? You turn and steer the car to avoid the pothole because you know that the result of that driving through it could damage your car. It could flatten your tire. So a prudent driver would go around it. So what do we do as far as prudence is concerned in our spiritual life? Prudence would be to regard our eternal state. In other words, to think about the result of my sin and how it separates me from God, and then to realize that if I choose not to receive Christ as my Savior, that then I'm accepting that end result, which is separation from God forever in hell. Proverbs 18.10 says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. So this is reminding us that it's like being prudent is to say, Oh, Lord, I'm running to you for my safety. I know I need you, and without you, I am desperate. So if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, you've realized in prudence that without him, you would be eternally lost. You remember reading in 2 Timothy chapter 3 about young Timothy? Paul says of him that from a child, he had learned the scriptures that were able to make him wise unto salvation. And young Timothy received Christ. He understood what he needed to do, and he understood the result of not trusting Christ. Proverbs 8.36 says, He that sins against me wrongs his own soul, and all those that hate me love death. So here it's telling us the end result. If we choose our own way, then we're really saying we love the death, the separation that comes between us and God. So a careless person would run on without any concern about the day that they would literally lift up their eyes in torments like the rich man did in Luke chapter 16. There's an old proverb that kind of summarizes this whole idea of prudence, too. The proverb says, he who will not be ruled by the rudder must be ruled by the rock. Hmm. He that will not be ruled by the rudder must be ruled by the rock. In other words, if you're not going to let the direction of that rudder take you away, the rock is going to 
be your end result. And then another proverb said, what the fool does at the begin, or excuse me, what the fool does at the end, the wise woman does at the beginning. So the fool at the end, like me, in my going out to this truck stop, at the end I would say, oh, I should never, I will never do that again. And I haven't. But the wise person, a prudent person says, you know, what might this look like if I'm sitting in this place at this time of the night? Being wise and prudent, making good decisions and having discretion. And when I think about somebody in scripture that really displays prudence, I have to think about Abigail, the wife of Nabal. Now, it tells us that Nabal was this foolish man, but we see in her responses true prudence. And we learn in this story that David, who was to become the next king, he wasn't king yet, but he was coming through Nabal's property. And his men went to Nabal and said, can we come through your land and will you give us some uh, water and some provisions to eat? It was harvest time and there was plenty of things to be able to for him to share with David. Now, why would he want to share with David? Well, David said, we had come through your land. We protected your shepherds. We protected your belongings. So it would have been a good thing, a kind reciprocation for Nabal to have given these things to David. But Nabal was a fool and he refused. So when David hears that Nabal has refused, David determines that blood is going to be shed. And so one of Nabal's men run to Abigail, his wife, and told her what was happening so she could step in and intervene in the situation. And in her prudence, we learned that she knew when to go. It said in verse 18 of uh, chapter 25 that Abigail made haste. She didn't waste any time. She knew what to do. She loaded up the donkeys with all kinds of food to take to David. She was quick to seek reconciliation. Scripture tells us that a gift in secret pacifies anger. She's trying to do just that to David. She showed honor to whom it was due. She bowed down before David. She bowed down to the ground. And then she took the blame for what was happening. She asked him to forgive the trespass of this her handmaid. She knew when to speak. She knew when to be quiet. She didn't tell Nabal about the situation until the morning. And then we also see that she didn't take revenge on her husband. She she could have been bitter. She could have been trying to do something to uh, get back at her husband. She, but she trusted in the Lord. And in the end result is that the Lord did smite Nabal and he died. But we see that she really displays prudent wisdom. Proverbs 14, verse 8 says that the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. In other words, he looks ahead and says, what will the end result be if I do this or if I say this? So in a practical way, what would it look like for you and I to be prudent? This is a woman who, number one, sees her need for a savior and doesn't delay in receiving Christ. If you've heard the gospel and you're still debating, you need to be prudent and understand the blessing that comes with 
knowing Christ as your Savior, but also that today is the day of salvation because we're not promised tomorrow. This is also a woman who is mindful of her daily choices. And so she chooses to be in the Word. She chooses to be in prayer. She's faithful to be a witness. She's also mindful of the choices to take care of her own body for sleep and food and exercise. She doesn't just join in anything or anyone. She thinks about what she's doing and how it would affect her testimony. She's going to walk in the way of the wise. Now, Abigail's husband was probably chosen for her, but her marriage had to help her in becoming a prudent woman. She had to trust the Lord with all that was going on in her marriage even. So a wise woman, a prudent woman, will also guard her heart against relationships that would would pull her away from her husband or from being a godly woman. She would be careful about situations that would cause her to, to be detached from wisdom. And she would allow the word of God to guide her way. Proverbs 4.11 says, I have led thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. This was a woman who's going to make prayerful decisions. She's not going to act hastily. So you and I, in prudence, we will have wisdom about where to go, about what to do, how to speak, when not to speak, and even how to let the Lord deal with our adversaries. I pray that your development of prudence won't come as an end result of making a foolish decision like I did all those years ago, but that you will ask God to help you to foresee the evil and be prudent before the end result happens. Thank you for listening. This is Denise for Refresh Her. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed? Refreshed.